Today is Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. Sam Bankman-Fried arrested. Joe Biden's non-binary nuclear official, Sam Brinton, arrested and finally fired. AOC under ethics investigation. And Joe Biden, perhaps soon to be under sexual assault investigation. Twitter files update Donald Trump was blacklisted despite being cleared by Trust and Safety Review Team. The world is collapsing. DC in panic. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, what is natural law? What is natural flourishing? What is the basis for all society? What is the cornerstone of our society? When you go to school and when you go to work and when you wake up, how do you know that you will have a peaceful life? How do you know that you are secure? Well, we are secure in something called natural law. It is what this country is based on. It's a body of unchanging moral principles regarded as the basis for all human conduct. An observable law relating to natural phenomena. Natural law refers to the laws of morality ascertainable through human reason. Moral philosophers have posited that such laws are antecedent to independent and positive man-made laws. Essentially, natural laws are the laws of nature. When you look out and you see human flourishing and you see positive lives and happy, healthy lives being lived by healthy, happy, healthy, free people, those people are practicing and are the beneficiaries of natural law. Natural law is the precursor to all moral and to all civilized societies. And the people who are protecting natural law are doing so at the behest of our Constitution, because our Constitution is based on natural laws, the laws that are found in nature. For instance, you are born free. You are born as a free person. You have free speech. You live independently. I have a two-year-old. If you want to see natural law in play, have yourself a child and watch how they behave. They are speaking freely. They are moving freely. They are acting freely. They are born free. Ladies and gentlemen, natural law is something that is the foundation of our society, and it is also something that is being currently and actively eroded by the left. They do not like natural law, the Democrat Party, and the modern-day leftist woke who have utterly infected the rotted edifice corpse of the Democrat Party like a virus and reanimated it to their ability— to destroy that which came before. So what is the modern day left doing? They're actively pursuing the policies of undermining, demoralizing, and dehumanizing our laws here in this country. Natural law, the state of nature, the precursor to human flourishing. And what does that look like? Well, if you travel through the streets of Los Angeles, as we have recently done, if you go into the hearts of leftist cities where you can see leftist policies at play, then you are able to fully observe what the end stages of the decoupling of human flourishing looks like, the decoupling of what a natural order looks like, the destruction of actual of humankind the destruction of human beings as 
entities that should be protected by the state and life should be posited by the state and life that should be protected by the state utterly thrown into into an animalistic dehumanization. And you see this across the board in leftist cities. We recently went to Los Angeles and it is uh, stunning to look out the window and to see mile after mile after mile human beings living in refuse, in rabid conditions that you wouldn't even let a dog live in. This is the destruction of natural law. This is the destruction of natural moral order. And it looks like this. I drove through downtown L.A. today, and what I saw shocked me to the core. L.A. is a sunken place. There were stray dogs everywhere roaming the streets. There was burned down, destroyed businesses on every corner. And there were city parks that were overtaken by homeless encampments. But what really shocked the soul was seeing the human suffering, people digging through garbage in the street, living in complete squalor, third world dehumanizing conditions you've never seen in America. Hey, but at least this guy's wearing a mask, right? This is a video I took just driving down a random street in downtown LA. This is how people live in the city of angels. This is the end result of policies that break people, dehumanize people, destroy people. So the question needs to be asked, who's to blame for all this? Who caused this? Well. Los Angeles has been a single party run state for the last 70 years. Democrat policies that masquerade as human rights policies are actually cruel. They trod and destroy and erode the economic stability of a place and bring it to its natural conclusion, which is a third world style totalitarian Marxism, where the average man or woman gets treated like garbage, gets treated worse than an animal. And gets treated worse than an animal. People living on the streets, people living worse than the dogs on the streets in L.A. An entire city brought to its knees by the destruction of morality, by the inhuman treatment of people and the celebration of perversity, the celebration of the demoralization of human beings, the celebration and the promotion of brokenness, people who deserve help. People who need help and assistance from a moral culture who find no help at all. And that is what you have currently in our series of stories this morning. The start off is uh, really a, a, a stunning avalanche of news over the last uh, 24 hours where you see people who promote degeneracy, people who promote the erosion of the moral order in society and their collapse is happening at hand. It's happening swiftly. It's happening quickly. And you're able to see 
how when you don't live a life that is moored by natural law, when you don't live a life that is moored by morality and that is moored by the tenets of human decency that tie us all together, that is agreed upon in our nation's founding and by all moral peoples, then you start to see the unraveling of society. And you can see that swiftly and quickly over the last 24 hours. Sam Bankman freed, Sam Bankman fraud arrested in the Bahamas after U.S. files criminal charges against him. Sam Bankman freed, one of these moral altruists altruistic leftists who said that he was going to remake the world in his own image of earning to give. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is the holiday season and we were expecting to find a wonderful glowing red present under our Christmas tree, a red wave. And unfortunately, it was more like a red wave for a kiddie pool. And so we may be left with more disastrous spending from Joe Biden, more taxes and deepening inflation. How do you protect what you have saved? Well, the answer is to diversify your IRA or 401k into precious metals. And you should do that with my friends at Birch Gold Group. Text Benny to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years' experience in converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, something with real value. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings, especially this Christmas. Text Benny to 989898 to claim your free no-obligation info kit on Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you do it. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out now. Text Benny to 989898. 98 to secure your future. Go gold. Do it today. Simply stealing and robbing from those who trusted him with their money and then using that money to enrich, engorge, and to please himself. Moral decay of Sam Bankman Freed is finally at an end. Watch. Hey, Tucker, first breaking news out of the Bahamas, where FDX founder Sam Bankman Freed has now been arrested and Bahamian authorities are now waiting for an extradition request from the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. The arrest comes just hours before SBF was set to appear before Congress. Of course, that will no longer happen. The New York Times says the charges include wire fraud and bank fraud, which means SBF could be looking at life in prison. In November, FTX and its affiliates, roughly 130 companies, filed for bankruptcy after investors fled the cryptocurrency exchange on fears that FTX no longer had sufficient capital. In other words, it was the crypto equivalent of a bank run. Bankman Freed has maintained that he did nothing illegal and simply screwed up. And some, including billionaire investor Bill Ackman, believed him, apparently tweeting, quote, call me crazy, but I think SBF is telling the truth. Clearly, the feds do not agree. Just a few months ago, uh, FTX, SBF's personal wealth was estimated at $23 billion. FTX had assets valued at between 10 and 50 billion. He lost $32 billion. This is what moral collapse looks like. This is what a society built on greed looks like. This is what a world looks like when you have people who put their interests solely above anyone else's. And the lack 
of any type of concern or any type of apology for Sam Bankman-Fried. He hasn't apologized for doing this, for losing people's life savings. It's what happens when you have a decay in the moral order. This is what leftism wants, by the way, chaos. They want the destruction of the natural order. They promote people like Sam Bankman-Fried. They give him as much power as they possibly can because they know it will bring destruction. Destruction's about a system that they believe is wrongfully designed. Sam Bankman-Fried, 30 years old, arrested in the Bahamas, $32 billion empire came crashing down. He's facing criminal charges in the United States. What are those charges? Well, we have further details on them. Have a look. Now, he may be a little more concerned tonight now that he is under arrest in the Bahamas, according to a statement from U.S. attorney Damian Williams, who said, quote, earlier this evening, Bahamian authorities arrested Samuel Bankman Freed at the request of the U.S. government based on a sealed indictment filed by the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York. We expect to move to unseal the indictment in the morning and we'll have more to say at that time. Now, the U.S. is expected to request Bankman-Fried's extradition from the Bahamas. The attorney general there saying that when a formal request is made by the U.S., it will be processed, quote, promptly and pursuant to treaty obligations. Charges, Sean, according to The New York Times, include wire fraud, securities fraud and money laundering. So Bankman-Fried used a company that he operated called Alameda Research to steal carte blanche all of the funds from his investors. So you gave him money, then he moved that money over to his own private hedge fund, and then he lived a lavish life in the Bahamas. And he used that company, Alameda Research, in order to fund political campaigns for people that he thought would get him out of jail. Like Maxine Waters, for instance. He donated to the person who was in charge of investigating him. In case you wonder how far the rat hole goes. The news of FTX CEO's arrest comes just hours before he was set to testify in front of the House Financial Services Committee that Maxine Waters runs. Before Bahamian officials announced the arrest of the disgraced CEO, Daily Mail reported that he would not appear in front of Congress in person, but rather he would appear virtually. Members of the House Financial Services Committee were planning to speak with him about the collapse of the digital currency. It was confirmed last week that he would, in fact, talk with members of Congress. He said during a recent Twitter space that he was concerned about paparazzi in D.C. He said the day he was arrested that he wasn't going to be arrested. Now they have indictments for him on four or five different massive crimes, financial crimes, and his extradition to the United States will be very, very soon. Democrat megadonor, second only to George Soros in his donation of funds to the Democrat Party right before the midterm election. What was the purpose of donating funds to Democrats right before the midterm election? Get out of jail free. We'll see if it works. Right now, what they're doing with Sam Bankman-Fried is they're trying to cover up. This is a Jelaine Maxwell situation. They're trying to cover up a person who talks way too much to the press, who spills way too much about how the system works, and they're trying to cover up a man who was probably complicit 
in an Intel community plot to bring down the crypto empire and the crypto markets in order to control them and to regulate them. This was Sam Bankman-Fried. Sam Bankman-Fried was an op. He was too stupid, however, and he destroyed himself in the process. Because there is no natural law, because these people have no morality, they don't feel any sorrow. They don't feel the least bit sad about what they've done. Sam Bankman-Fried went and spoke at a New York Times event and was applauded and was clapped on the back. And the clapping seals at the New York Times just two weeks ago gave him a standing ovation. The collapse of moral society is at hand. The collapse of the natural law is at hand. You can see it everywhere. When you see in nature uh, like a brightly colored frog or like a neon frog or like a neon animal in nature, it's poisonous. You are, That's a sign that you don't want to go up to it and, and lick the frog in the jungle. Uh, you don't want to approach these bright neon colored animals because – these things are poisonous, and that is exactly what Sam Brinton was trying to tell us all. Sam Brinton is the non-binary nuclear official inside of Joe Biden's White House who is a felon. He stole women's luggage by hunting women in the airport. There is no other explanation for it. Sam Brinton hunted women. He would get on flights, see women, check their bags, see the women that he wanted to steal their clothing. Then he would go and steal their bags at the carousel. By the way, Sam Brinton, again, very important to note, he wasn't checking bags. This wasn't like I have a black bag and he has a black bag and maybe he just got mistaken. Sam Brinton was stealing the luggage from these women. He wasn't checking bags. He didn't have a bag. He was flying on these flights. He was hunting women. Does that make you feel safe? Women in America? He was going after their luggage. He was scouting them out and then stealing their bags and then wearing their clothing around the country. Degenerate freak. But these degenerates are being promoted, employed, and celebrated by the left. Sam Brinton needs help. And now he's going to get a jail cell. And now he's also fired. The Department of Energy has fired top nuclear waste official who appears to be non-binary, who happens to be non-binary, sorry, and who has been accused of a string of luggage thefts, according to report. Sam Brinton is no longer a Department of Energy employee. By law, the Department of Energy cannot comment further on the personal matters, spokesperson for the DOE, uh, DOE told the Daily Beast on Monday. 35-year-old Biden administration deputy assistant secretary for spent fuel and waste Disposition at the DOE's Office of Nuclear Energy was reportedly canned after being charged with stealing a woman's suitcase from the Minneapolis airport in September and another woman's bag from the Las Vegas airport in July. How many times did he do this? How many women flew to a, a different destination, presumably hundreds or thousands of miles away from their homes here in America, and didn't have their bags, didn't get their luggage? Because Sam Brinton had stolen it in some type of sick, perverse act, and then now is wearing their clothes around the country. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Christmas came early this year for The Benny Show. The only thing that we wanted for Christmas was a free speech platform, and we were able to get it this year. And it is perfectly harmonious with our free speech cellular service that we use at Pure Talk. We were certainly tired of paying more for woke wireless companies that bend the knee to communist China, and that is why our team at Team Benny uses Pure Talk. It has blazing fast data and for just 30 bucks a month. Yeah, the same network, the same towers, the same coverage as the other guys, and half the price. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Hallelujah. Friends, this is great news. You can start saving today without having to sacrifice coverage. How do I know? Well, I am a customer. My business uses Pure Talk, and all of the benefits really add up for us. They're also a U.S.-based customer service company. They're owned by a veteran. And when you switch to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's right. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny, and you can switch over in as little as 10 minutes. Switch to a company that shares your values. Free speech. Go to puretalk.com, promo code Benny, save 50% off your first month. Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. How many women did this happen to? It wasn't just the two. Brinton, who was appointed to his former position in June, was caught on surveillance cameras making off with a $230 bag from Vegas's Harry Reid International Airport baggage claim, a bag that contained more than $3,500 worth of jewelry, clothing, and makeup. Brinton, who uses they, them pronouns and does not identify exclusively as either male or female, was described by a detective as a white male wearing a T-shirt with a large rainbow-colored atomic nuclear symbol at it. He faces grand larceny charges in the Vegas theft case and felony theft charges in Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport incidents where Brinton was accused of snatching a woman's Vera Bradley suitcase Items inside valued at twenty three hundred. So now we have at least at least ten thousand dollars worth of theft from this degenerate that was promoted and celebrated by Joe Biden. Now also shattering glass ceilings, the first non-binary person to get fired from the Biden administration. Well done. Nuclear waste official was placed on leave. Now they have been officially confirmed fired. Stop celebrating mental illness. Stop promoting mental illness. If you do not see it as a problem, then you cannot fix it. You must understand the symptoms and you must understand the moral decay in society is what's leading to this. You cannot celebrate that. You cannot drive through the streets of LA or San Francisco and see the human squad and see like the end stage results of these policies Humans living like animals, humans behaving like animals, like Sam Brinton, Sam Brinton dressing up as an animal. Sam Brinton was into like doggy kink or puppy kink. Sam Brinton would like put other young men on leashes and walk them around. And Lord knows what else. Listen, I don't even want to know. Family friendly show. Probably get deplatformed for even showing you. But you can see the images of him with other men like caressing other dudes in puppy costumes. Ladies and gentlemen, we weren't designed to live like animals. We were designed with a higher perfect. We were designed to walk upright. And when you walk through or drive through the streets of L.A. or San Francisco or New York, we were just there last week, you see people living not upright. 
but bent over and downtrodden and broken. And so there is truly a crisis at hand and it is a moral crisis in this country. If you do not subscribe to natural laws, if you do not subscribe to the morality of the unit, the natural order and the natural flourishing of, of, of humanity, then there won't be any flourishing. There'll be a thousand more Sam Brintons. Women won't be able to travel safely in this country. Does it make you feel secure in this country? Like where are the like where are the women in America? Does it make you feel secure that this degenerate, mentally ill, brain damaged loser is like stealing your like he'll he'll see what you're wearing, size you up, and then decide that he's going to steal your clothes because he likes. He's going to steal your bags and your clothes because he likes what you're wearing. I can't. I mean, I, it makes me. It makes my skin crawl. That's what Sam Brinton was doing. Sam Brinton now fired. He'll have to plead guilty for this. I mean, we've seen the footage. You can watch him walk through the airports. You can see him tromp through the airport with these ladies stolen bags, and then he went on to wear the ladies' clothing. Dude, it's. It turns your stomach, really. It turns my stomach. I mean, it turns your stomach. It's so disgusting. But the next story is worse. What happens when you lose natural law in a country? What happens when you no longer have moral, when you no longer have moral moorings in a in a country and a decided and agreed upon moral value system? <clears throat> what happens when you promote degenerates? to high positions of power. Well, you get Sam Brinton. You get Sam Bankman-Fried. Everyone in power loved Sam Bankman-Fried until the gravy train stopped. And you get this next story, which is worse than the, the other two, if that's even possible. Former CNN senior producer John Griffin has pleaded guilty in federal court to child sex crimes. He was charged with a year ago. He pleaded guilty to using interstate commerce to entice and coerce little children for sexual activity at a Vermont ski house. This according to the Associated Press. Sickening. This man worked at CNN for CNN's top-rated shows. This man was a longtime CNN employee. Two of the three charges against Griffin, who's 45, uh, were dropped by the federal government as part of an agreement, according to the Associated Press. Oh, interesting. He must pay full restitution to the victims, an amount that will be determined in court. He's agreed to forfeit a Tesla vehicle and electric and electronic items and donate half of the proceeds of the sales to his, of, of his Vermont home and the sale of his Mercedes vehicle, man, this guy was living large. He faces a minimum of 10 years to life in prison. Goodness gracious. Good. Please Lord, give this man life in prison. He'll be a sex offender registering for the rest of his life. I uh, cannot have contact with anyone under the age of 18. Griffin was a longtime CNN employee, worked for Jake Tapper. He was a CNN producer. According to the federal indictment, he's a re he was a resident of Sanford, Connecticut, charged by a grand jury in Vermont, three counts of using his facility to interstate commerce in an attempt to entice minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity. U.S. Attorney's Office in Vermont wrote in a statement last December that Griffin sought to persuade parents to allow him to train. I can't even read the rest of it. It's oh, it's sickening. Disgusting. 
It goes into details. I will spare them from you, not necessarily because you, you don't deserve to know, but because you can go read the article yourself here at the Post Millennial. This man was a, uh, again, a longtime CNN senior producer for CNN's top rated shows. A child predator, convicted child predator, probably spending the rest of his life in prison. He, this man won't be able to be near, prohibited legally from being near any school, playground, theme parks, or any areas where children congregate unless approved in advance by a probation officer. This guy was delivering you and your children the news every night if you were watching CNN. Just in case you're wondering, this man was the one choosing the stories that you heard about. This guy. I wonder if CNN will cover this. We'll keep an eye out. Will CNN cover the fact that uh, leftist darling Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is under House ethics investigation? New York Democrat Congresswoman AOC is under investigation by the House of Representatives Ethics Committee. They told the uh, the the ethics committee is wondering whether AOC, who wore a tax the rich dress to the Met Gala, uh, properly paid for her tickets to that gala. It's thirty five thousand dollar ticket. You have to be able to pay for these things in Washington, D.C. You must report Dinners over $15 in Washington, D.C., so $35,000 certainly uh, would top that. She wore a tax-the-rich dress to the fanciest Richie Rich McRich person gala that exists in the world. In case you're wondering how how fraudulent these people are. House Ethics Committee said it would announce its course of action in the new Congress, on September 21st, the American Accountability Foundation filed an ethics complaint against AOC for accepting an immersible gift to attend the Met Gala, along with her dress, which was a designer dress designed by a tax cheat. Let's let AOC speak for herself. Watch. When the House Ethics Committee says it will, quote, extend the matter into Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, that's the congressional equivalent of an indictment. So, so far, the committee won't reveal exactly what the alleged violation is, but it's worth noting a complaint was also filed against the New York Democratic Congresswoman Carolyn Mahoney, and both Maloney and Ocasio-Cortez attended the Metropolitan Museum Gala back in 2021. Now, tickets to the gala range anywhere from $35,000 to $50,000. AOC also wore a designer gown, as you can see right there, with the words tax the rich painted on. And the gown is said to be worth its own small fortune. Now, for clarity, invitations to the gala are controlled by Condé Nast, which is a for-profit company. AOC's people say the congresswoman has always taken ethics incredibly serious And they do have a point because during a town hall in Queens, New York last year, protesters chanted, AOC has got to go. And you could tell that Ocasio-Cortez was emotionally and physically moved by the outcry. Watch. The Ethics Committee likely won't take up the matter until sometime in the new year, but this could lead to her being reprimanded and she could respond. Maybe. 
like this. We hope it doesn't come to that. Tucker. Trace Gallagher, great to see you tonight. Thank you. You can and should. They clearly watch our show. We have used the listen, 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 listen commentary many, many times. We do it here often. Uh, whenever we want someone to pay attention to something, we go, AOC, uh, listen, listen. <laughs> All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, AOC under investigation, Joe Biden, soon to be under investigation also for something very, very dark. Again, on the show, we've covered how Sam Bankman fraud sat there and preached altruism while he himself was living inside of a multi-story, multi-unit penthouse apartment in the Albany residences of the Bahamas. He was spending multi-millions on buying political favors, lavish parties, living a lavish lifestyle, lying to you and the useful idiots at NAS Daily and all these other leftist echo chamber apparatchiks telling you that he was going to give away all of his money when in fact he was just stealing your money and giving it to Democrats to win elections. This is what they did. The guys at CNN who are arguing for a better, more upright truth. This is an apple. It's not a banana. This is truth. CNN, democracy dies in darkness. Those people are our child predators. Sam Brinton, inside of the Biden White House, inside of the Biden administration, was celebrated as a moral first for the administration, as a step forward. This degenerate is now fired and will probably see some severe jail time for ten, for tens of thousands of dollars of stolen luggage. And does it surprise you? Does Joe Biden strike you as a moral person? The answer is, of course, no. And last night, Tara Reid, the longtime Biden sexual assault accuser who came forward in the 2020 elections to say that she... Uh, was sexually assaulted by Joe Biden, uh, was on Tucker Carlson's show, saying that she looks forward to a House investigation into her sexual assault claims against Joe Biden, which are credible in the words of the left uh, and which need to be investigated. We must know. What did she say? Tara Reid accused President Biden of sexual assault And she said she would not be silenced. She's asking House Republicans to investigate her allegations. Reid worked as a Senate staffer for Biden in 1993. She said that she was sexually abused in his office by Joe Biden. She has said that in addition to making her feel uncomfortable, as other women have also alleged against Biden, she accused Biden of pushing her against a wall and doing all sorts of unmentionable and despicable things to her. Reid is calling on House Republicans to investigate the accusations. Reid told conservative news outlet The Daily Caller that she would be willing to testify and answer whatever questions that they wanted to ask. I think we need to have this conversation. Instead of me being erased and other women that were erased to try and come forward, I will not be silenced, Tara Reid says. And she wasn't silenced last night on Tucker Carlson's show watch. It was just 
it happened all at once. It happened really quickly. There was no like flirtation with him or anything like that. It was very, you know, um, he's, he was usually with people and he wasn't, I was like at the wrong place, the wrong time, so to speak. And when it happened, um, he at first was like, come on, man, I heard you liked me. And I, you know, I froze. And then he said he got angry and that's when he smiled, you know, that smile. And that's what was really jarring. And then he said, he pointed his finger in my face and he said, you're nothing. You're nothing to me. And then I, I must've had a certain look on my face and he just took my shoulders and shook him. He said, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. And then he turned around and he walked away. And I'm going to share something with your audience. They took a cannonball to my life. Yeah. They went after my family. So when that day, when he did that assault, he took my future. I didn't want to sleep with some senator. I wanted to be one. So this is something that needs to be investigated. Where are all of the Me Too activists? Where is the modern day left? This is 1,000 times more compelling than anything Christine Blasey Ford had to say against Brett Kavanaugh. And by the way, that's Supreme Court nominee. This is the president. This is Joe Biden. Where is the rush to tell Tara Reid's story? I thought women were supposed to be believed and heard. It's degeneracy. Tara Reid tweeting this. Uh, Sexual assault is not politically partisan. The Democrats just got caught up covering what happened to me in 1993 to elect their monster. She wants to reveal the corruptions. Terry Reid is saying that you need to investigate Joe Biden. And that this is what happened to her. Could you imagine seeing that man on that face and that smile every single day and having this happen to you? Now, of course... These things do need to be, of course, these things do need to be investigated. And every side needs to be heard here. This shouldn't be a rush to judgment, but this should be a moment where you take this kind of stuff seriously, but you won't because the moral collapse of this country is at hand. Natural law hangs in the balance and we must promote degeneracy. We have to promote the people who are mentally ill. We have to promote the people who are morally compromised. And that is how the system runs. Joe Biden is one of those people. It's truly disgusting. Uh, Lauren Boebert has said that she will begin an investigation into this. She's a congresswoman from Colorado, a friend of the show. And other Republicans have signaled that they would be open to bringing the Biden sexual assault accuser as a witness into Congress and finding out the truth about these heinous accusations against Joe Biden. People need to understand and people need to see sunlight is the best disinfectant. And that's what we're finding out at Twitter. The Twitter files, ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump was blacklisted despite being cleared by the trust and safety review team. So they essentially made up rules to ban Donald Trump, something that you already knew, but it was important to see it in the broad light of day. Watch. 
explosive Twitter uh, files revealing efforts by Twitter's activist employees to ban former President Trump. Now, despite no clear violation of the Twitter policy, and as reported by journalist Barry Weiss, who tweeted, quote, after January 6th, Twitter employees organized to demand that their employer ban Trump. Quote, there is a lot of employee advocacy happening, said one Twitter employee. Far left Twitter leadership became more and more hellbent on kicking Trump off the platform, quote, less than 90 minutes after Twitter employees had determined that Trump's tweets were not in violation of Twitter policy, well, Twitter's head of legal policy and trust asked whether it could, in fact, be coded incitement to further violence. And once the ban went into effect, internal messages show that staffers at the company, they were ecstatic and could not contain their own giddy ex excitement. Now, of course, all of that confirms what we've been telling you over and over again, that Twitter staffers, they made censorship decisions not based on actual rules or policy, based on politics, based on ideology. So these disclosures from Barry Weiss, former New York Times writer, reveal that Twitter's trust and safety department, which was disbanded yesterday, God bless Elon Musk, did not believe that former President Trump had broken any rules on the day that he was banned. Only that they could be be utilized only for this determination to be overruled following by an intervention by arch progressive Vijaya Gade. The disclosure also revealed that CEO Jack Dorsey was involved in the decision to suspend Trump's account putting an end to the longstanding rumor that Gade had taken the decision herself while Dorsey was on vacation. But these employees were drowned out by the louder chorus, which demanded, among other things, that Twitter should review Trump as the leader of a terrorist group. January 8th, Donald Trump posted two tweets, which some Twitter employees attempted to characterize, to characterize as incitement. To the 75 million great American patriots who voted for me, America first and make America great again. We have a giant voice. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape, or form. How is that incitement? It's not. There is no violation. This was obviously uh, proven in the internal Slack messages of Twitter. You can read them here on your screen. There was no violation. There was no clear violations for any of the things that Donald Trump was tweeting. However, Twitter decided to censor the sitting president of the United States. And the purpose of the, all of this is really qu quite clear. If you have a two-party system and you are able to silence one party, then you have a single-party system. That's called dictatorship. It's called an oligarchy. The establishment of an oligarchy is the goal of the American intelligence community. It's the goal of the American security and intelligence apparatus it is obviously the goal of the vertically integrated Democrat Party and their media ecosystem. That is why the media won't cover this story. They won't signal boost this story at all. The goal is a single party state. The silencing of one party and its leader is a very important act in that goal. And that's why you see them celebrating. They celebrate the ban. You can check the slacks here. They're screaming at each other. OMG, Team DJT is suspended. OMG, ah, look at him. Look at him celebrate. They tried to lock down Don Jr.'s account. Got out of that one. They went after Don Jr. You can see here on the screen, Don Jr.'s account needs to be locked too. These little communists. 
these evil, menacing, maniacal, morally decrepit Marxists. The destruction of the moral order in our country. That's what's at hand. This is what's happening right now. The decay, the end of natural law, the end of free speech. You have to look back. Where is it all based? Where is it all grounded? It's grounded in how we were designed. These people, they want to spite everything about you. They want to deprive you of the rights and the liberties you were given by God that pre-exist before government or any rule of law here in this country. Natural law, moral order, the moral order of the universe. God will not be mocked. God will not be mocked. There's going to be a reckoning for this. I'm telling you, it's starting. The destruction of the woke, I think, as at hand, the woke mind virus is in retreat for the first time, I think, in my adult life. Biden press secretary says Elon Musk's criticism of Fauci is dangerous. Dr. Fauci this morning saying we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Did you see the clip? Karine Jean-Pierre, at a briefing on Monday, addressed questions about Twitter CEO Elon Musk's critique of Biden's COVID czar, Anthony Fauci, took aim at Fauci over the weekend, accusing him of lying to the American people. Karine Jean-Pierre, whose sole job it is to defend the Constitution because she is serving in a constitutional capacity as the voice of the president, the president is a constitutional position, the vast majority of our federal government is not found inside the Constitution. It's not found inside of our founding documents, but it is Corinne Jean-Pierre who actually serves inside of one of the organs of government, the executive branch. She is the spokesperson for the executive branch, very powerful position. It is her sole duty to defend First Amendment rights and to defend what Elon Musk is doing. They should be rushing to defend what Elon Musk is doing. Instead, they're calling it dangerous. Free speech is now dangerous, according to the people that are supposed to protect free speech. The moral decay of America is at hand. The collapse of natural order and natural law. These people, we're fighting it and we'll win. Listen to Karine Jean-Pierre. Did you know um, Elon Musk launched a series of attacks on um, Dr. Anthony Fauci over the weekend calling for his prosecution? And then he shared uh, some other um, memes uh, about him and suggested he lied about he's lying about the origins of the coronavirus. What's what's your response, uh, first of all, to specifically to the attacks on uh, Dr. Fauci? And second, uh, how is your view of Twitter as a sort of public forum and a forum for yourself and for the president and many other officials here. How, how are those views evolving? So, look, we've been very clear about this. Uh, these attacks, these personal attacks uh, that we have been seeing are dangerous uh, uh, on Dr. Fauci and other public health professionals as well. Uh, are, they are disgusting and they are divorced from, uh, from reality. Disgusting. Disgusting. Free speech is disgusting. This is the way that they view your rights. Dr. Fauci has served, ladies and gentlemen, to utterly destroy anyone's faith in the federal bureaucracy. He is emblematic of the rot at the very core of the government, the usage of federal power in order to murder, I mean, metaphorically and quite literally, your rights. Uh, and and uh, and quite honestly, uh, will he get away with it? We'll see. Dr. Fauci, the demonstrable 
evidence that Dr. Fauci is criminally complicit in the creation of COVID-19 is set there laid before us and Republicans have promised to investigate. So we shall see what happens to Dr. Fauci. He is sprinting off to the hills. He is resigning for a reason. He knows what's coming. Hopefully nothing can stop him. Same goes for Hunter Biden. In case you're wondering about the promotion of degeneracy, Hunter Biden seen at the Easter celebrations and the Christmas celebrations at the White House. They're rubbing it in your face. Hunter Biden team plans offensive to White House dismay. This according to Breitbart.com. Disagreement exists, those surrounding the Biden family and how to combat Republican investigations into the family business. Kevin Morris, a Hollywood attorney who has been retained by Hunter Biden to craft a legal and media strategy. Report, isn't it amazing that these people run to Hollywood? They run to Hollywood, which is literally the seventh circle demonic pit of hell uh, for representation. These are the people that they choose to defend them. Reportedly believes that the Biden family should take more aggressive position against the GOP investigations by, by remaining in the public eye among along with suing conservative media outlets and Republicans for defamation concerning information discovered by the laptop from hell. Others in the Biden orbit believe that the family should take a far less aggressive approach, staying out of the public view. Bring it. Bring it. Have you seen the laptop? Have you read it? Have you looked through it? Good luck. Morris, who is the Hollywood attorney for Hunter Biden, has assembled a research team to compile opposition research against Hunter Biden's former business partner, Tony Bobulinski, the laptop repairman, John Mac Isaacs, both of whom are likely to cooperate with the GOP's probes into the Biden family business. According to The Washington Post and Matt Visor, and Michael Scherer, the team of members include Chris Clark, a lawyer handling the Justice Department's investigations into Hunter's alleged gun and tax violations, and attorney Joshua Levy, who is heading up the Biden family's defense against the GOP's congressional investigation that seeks to reveal that Joe Biden is compromised by the family's business schemes. Hmm. Interesting here that these people are working so hard to defend themselves against the truth. It's funny how a criminal enterprise works. The collapse will be glorious. Here's the recent reporting on what lays in store for Hunter Biden in a GOP criminal investigation. You know, it's not uncommon to create these type of attack machines uh, in Washington, uh, but you don't make them public. The idea is that these attacks, the negative stories are supposed to come out spontaneously to give that appearance <clears throat> that they're not being organized. Um, it is very uncommon to have this all laid out in The Washington Post, naming targets that happen to include the two chief witnesses uh, that are contradicting the Bidens. That seems to be an effort to put a shot across their bow, to say, we're coming for you. And the question is, why? I mean, why is it important for them now, before any subpoenas are issued, before testimony is given, uh, for them to issue this warning shot? And I think that it could easily be read as an effort to chill people, if not intimidate them, that if you're going to even cover this story, uh, they're preparing defamation lawsuits in retaliation. So what Hunter Biden did and the evidence that exists on this laptop of a criminal enterprise run at the very top by Joe Biden 
is demonstrable. It's empirical. The documents exist, the text exists, and the voicemails exist. You can hear Joe Biden's voice on them. Hey, son, the New York Times is going to publish about our deals with China. I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be okay. You can hear it. Yet they are going to go full on George Orwell against you. Two plus two equals five and tell you that if you talk about it, that it's a crime. It's not the way free speech works, jackasses. Hunter's recent public appearances in New York Art Gallery and White House dinner have renewed public scrutiny surrounding the proximity to the president. Congressional Republicans, politically motivated partisan attacks on the president and his family are rooted in nonsensical conspiracy theories. Nothing to do with the real issues Americans care about. Okay, keep it up. This according to White House spokesperson Ian Sams. Keep it up. We'll see. We'll see what happens. They're panicking. Look at the look at the actions of these people. They're panicking. This is what panic looks like. This is these are not the actions of innocent people. Innocent people don't hire a massive multi-million dollar stable of slip and fall Hollywood greasebags attorneys in order to protect that. This is not what innocent people do. This is what corrupt criminal enterprises do. And this is why the majority of Americans do not want Joe Biden to run for re-election. Majority of Democrats do not want Joe Biden to run for 2024 re-election campaign, according to an all-American economic survey, CNBC survey revealed this weekend. 57% of Democrats do not want a second Biden campaign, 66% of independents, 86% of Republicans, 70% of Americans overall do not want a second re-election campaign for Joe Biden. Among Republicans, only 37% do not want Trump to launch a uh, 2024 bid, 20 points better than Biden. The poll found that that 47% of those who think Biden should not run say age is a major factor. Democrats don't want him to on the ballot uh, for the exact same reason. Uh, They often cite that Joe Biden is too old and that he is not being mentally fit, healthy, or stable. This is what the polling shows. Uh, If he were 60 and not 80, there would be no doubt, said David David Axelrod, President Barack Obama's chief strategist. But Joe Biden should not run. A new USA Today Suffolk poll also showing that Donald Trump, perhaps in trouble up against DeSantis now, Two out of three Americans don't want either Trump or Biden in 24. So thus proving that the political winds of change are at hand. What does it look like? Well, we're not certain right now. You all know our policy when it comes to Donald Trump versus DeSantis, that we don't bend the knee or pledge political fealty to anyone in this country. We're a republic, damn it. And if there needs to be a fight, then let them fight for the future of the Republican Party. There's a party process. I'm from Iowa. There's a caucus process. There's a primary process. You go out. You make your case to the voters. Everyone laughed off Donald Trump. Everyone laughed him out. Everyone thought that it was a joke. Everyone thought it was just a scheme or a scam when he announced in 2015, 2016. And then he went through the primary process and he defeated his foe one after another. Do it again. Fight it out. The Republican primary voter is actually who rules in this country. We are the ones who rule in this country. 
We're not a dictatorship. We're not a fiefdom. And you have you don't have to pledge political fealty to anyone at any time. Politicians work for you and people who want high office work for you at your pleasure. And it looks like Joe Biden has lost the uh, pleasure and favor of the American people. And he certainly lost the pleasure and favor of Tara Reid. We hope that that investigation goes forward on the alleged sexual assault. <clears throat> and ladies and gentlemen, this is what it looks like when you're fighting a battle of morality in this country. It looks as though the left totally and completely collapsed inside of the mind virus of wokeism, which is really just a colloquial term for being degenerates. It's a colloquial term for abandoning natural law and the laws of morality and simply stating uh, that we're going to do the exact opposite, the exact opposite of what makes people happy, what makes people moral, what makes society something good to live in. And you can see the results Sam from Sam Brinton stealing your luggage if you're a woman, innocent woman traveling through uh, an airport. Don't use a nice designer bag. Definitely wear a sweatsuit because people like Sam Brinton are looking you up and down. And Joe Biden's ready to hire that person and then to promote that person who's wearing your clothes to the Department of Energy. How does that make you feel? Sam Bankman-Fried is ready to steal the rest of your money that hasn't been stolen and lost luggage. He's ready to steal the rest of your money and use it fraudulently to support Democrat candidates. AOC will wear a tax the rich dress. To the fanciest Richie Rich person party in America, Joe Biden himself will preach moral authority while he has credible sexual assault accusations against him. Same with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden, just sick and depraved individual. And they're going to now hire a stable of slip and fall scumbag Hollywood attorneys as though they have some type of any type of moral authority to do so to come after you simply for talking about him or noticing the crimes, the criminality, the deprivation. This is what a lost society looks like. What do you want? What say you, Western man? Red pill or blue pill? It's no longer right or left. It's no longer Republican or Democrat. It's red pill or blue pill. Are you on the side of darkness or light, good or evil? And by the way, this is not like standing for a Republican Party. I get more frustrated with the Republican Party than I do the Democrat Party, at least Democrats will stab you right in the face. Republicans will stab you in the back. No, 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 no. This is bigger than that. It truly is a movement of morality. It's a movement of God, family, country. That's why that is the mantra of this show. That is what we fight for every single day on this program. Whether we are a little bit under the weather like we are today, every single day we show up to fight because our kids depend on it and the very future of civilization depends on it. You were born a free man and a free woman. That's the way you were designed by God in nature. That's how you exist. This country was based on the founders' understanding of natural laws. This is the founding of this country. Natural order, natural laws. And we're going to fight to stay free. And it's always been a fight. We go on offense on this show. And we go on offense every single day. It's the only way to go. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See ya.